Welcome to the EFC Podcast. I'm Karen Stiller. Today we welcome to the EFC Podcast, Matthew P. John. Originally an engineer from India, Matthew graduated with a Master of Theological Studies from the University of Toronto and then a Doctor of Philosophy in Intercultural Studies from Fuller Theological Seminary. Then he created the Mosaic Course, which is an interactive platform for exploring world religions from a Christian perspective. Now, it was first launched in Toronto in 2011, but it has just been relaunched digitally online in February. Welcome, Matthew. Well, thank you. Good to be here with you, Karen. Now, I have a confession. On your website, which is themosaiccourse.org, you offer a quiz to let people discover their mosaic index, which is our knowledge of world religions. I did it twice. I got a 55 and then a 58. I couldn't couldn't get higher than four out of seven (laughs) questions correct. And uh, I actually realized how much I don't know about other religions. Am I typical, Matthew? Uh, well, you are definitely above average. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there are two things about that quiz. Uh, first of all, it is meant as a learning tool rather than just a testing tool. Uh, of course, you will realize that it will not only give you the right answer and will also tell you why that answer is the right answer. So it gives you some kind of understanding or, you know, the next step to learning and why you are learning what you're learning. Second of all, it is also to be a scientific measurement. For example, it is not giving you a percentage by score. Like, for example, if you get five out of 10, you don't necessarily get 50% because it also depends on the difficulty level of the question which is presented to you. But it is, it's really a fun way to enter into the idea behind the Mosaic course, Absolutely. Um, which is, you know, understanding uh, the other world religions. So why is it so important as a Christian to have some level of knowledge about other religions, Matthew? This is uh, particularly to reconcile our own faith in a pluralistic society. Uh, and uh, not only in Canada, all over the world, globalization is a new phenomena, and we live in an increasingly multicultural world. So when we live there as Christians, first of all, we have to understand our, the uniqueness of our own faith. Then again, in the next level, as an evangelical, which I am, um, you know, I believe in, uh, you know, the, what makes me evangelical is that because I believe in evangelism, you know, proclaiming the good news. So for me to proclaim the good news, I should know why this is good news or why it is unique as opposed to uh, other messages out there. So it is it is in that level, uh, apart from reaching out to people of other religion, it is also important for me to reconcile my own faith. And is this course or this material especially attractive to the millennial uh, readers and listeners out there, do you think? Exactly. We have actually, we developed this course with the millennials in mind. Uh, I used to work as a pastor uh, for around five years in a downtown uh, Toronto church. And I've seen uh, most of the millennial Christians, and particularly evangelical traditions, are very solid and very Christian and very they have conviction in their own faith. But when it comes to, you know, they encounter, they go to university or work platform, wherever they go to, they suddenly realize that there is uh, there are wonderful people out there, whether they necessarily the, the message is right or wrong, they are good people. 
And the same way, I'm from India, and I have a lot of friends, and most of my friends are Muslims or or, or Hindus, and and they are they are much better uh, friends than some of my Christian friends. So it is important for us to. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, this world in, in which the, the world we are living in right now is very different uh, from most probably some of us went to college or, or you know, so or our parents went to college. And that. so so I think it is increasingly relevant in this uh, postmodern, post-Christian, post whatever society we live in. Yeah. So we can also uh, speak really respectfully to people of other religions then, too, when we have some working knowledge of what they believe. Yeah, absolutely. And also it is uh, interesting to realize that there are some redemptive elements in these religions. And often I'm sure uh, some of us have struggled with this, right? Like, and we know that, you know, Christ has shown us the way to God and he is the way to God. But sometimes we wonder what happens to these people who have never heard about Christ or who lived in, you know, a completely different culture. So was not God involved in their lives at all? Uh, you know, God didn't care about them or God didn't have any plan for them. So it is, It is again, as much as it is important for us to reach out to other people, it is also interesting for us to know that uh, God has some kind of plans, redemptive plans for everybody, uh, but only through Jesus though, right? Like, you know, so that's that's where this, dichotomy. On one side, I'm a very conservative theologian, and I assert that Jesus is the only way to God. But the main question is, is the Bible clear about there is only one way to Jesus? Now, that's the million-dollar question. And now, Matthew, is there, uh, of the religions that you look at and explain and explore, is there one that is uh, more closely aligned with Christianity than others that it's actually easier to maybe talk to someone about and share your faith with? Um, Christ as such is presented, Jesus is presented uh, historically only in Islam because that is the only post-Christian religion, main mainland religion. Of course, there is Sikhism, which is, uh, you know, around 1500 AD. Uh, so Jesus himself is presented and discussed in Islam. So it can be a starting point. But if you ask me personally, maybe I'm biased no, no, I'm not biased. Actually, I'm <laughs> quoting C.S. Lewis out, out here. Um, uh, C.S. Lewis actually said there are only major two religions. One is Hinduism and the other one is Christianity. Uh, because Judaism and Islam can be studied in conjunction with Christianity. And uh, Buddhism and Sikhism can be connected to uh, to Hinduism because Hinduism is the mother of all religions. So in some, some way, I find it interesting to find the parallels between Hinduism and Christianity as opposed to any other religion. Wow. Uh, maybe I'm biased because I'm from India. <laughs> yeah. So is your family Hindu or Christian? No, we actually are uh, belong to a tradition called Syrian Orthodox Church. So according to the Indian church history, we believe that Thomas, the disciple of Jesus, came to India and established uh, Christianity way back in the first century. So some of the things in the, uh, which, you know, I belong to that tradition, we trace our history all the way back to first century. So that is one of the 
reason my name is Matthew John. Oh, so okay. people ask me, you know, so what is your real name? <laughs> my yeah. real name is Matthew John. Wow. Yeah. So if you go to southern part of India in particular, you will see a lot of people with Christians with the Bible names, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, like that. Yes. I have actually a copy of the Mosaic course in front of me, Matthew, and there was a question in it that really grabbed me in the reflection section on one of the chapters. And I'm wondering, it it feels like it might go to the heart of the Mosaic course. So I'm going to ask the question and ask you to answer it. Yeah. So the question is, how do we reconcile the paradox that while Jesus is the only way to God, there could be there could be many ways that lead to Jesus. Can you uh, tell us where that question came from and how you, how you would answer it? It is more of a you know question answer rather than an exploration, right? Like you know in the Bible we have this idea of uh, general revelation in some form or the other. So this is one of the reason uh, uh, you know I wrote my book, The Wise Men and the Unknown God. I have to say about that to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't mind that, right? No, no, that's completely understandable. Yeah. So the, well, I'm not going to the book. Uh, the 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 point is, uh, you know, we know when Jesus was born, there were these wise men who came from the east. Mm. Now, we don't know who these wise men are. You know, some people th- say they were, you know, Babylonians. Uh, they came from Persia uh, and India, and there are different traditions. So I was born in a city called Piravam, and the word Piravam actually comes from the word Piravi, which means nativity or birth. So, so we believe that one of the wise men who came to see Jesus, his name is Casper, was from our part of India. Yeah, uh, so my exploration was this wise man who came to see Jesus from the East. Uh, uh, We definitely know that they were not Jewish. Uh, Obviously, they were not Christians. Um, Instead of going to, you know, we don't have to go to the details, but it is interesting for us to realize that the biggest thing that has ever happened in the history of the world was revealed to these who are outside the boundaries. First, chapter of my book explores this question of what is chosenness? What do you mean ele- by the word election? Because I, I was, I was, yeah, I always as a kid uh, struggled to understand the concept that God chose the Jewish people as his people, or, you know, people, they are God's people. So I always wondered, what does it mean? You know, God didn't care about the Indian people. What is wrong with Indians or Italians or Chinese, right? Yes. <laughs> So um, uh, the the exploration will, you know, I mean, uh, will anyway. The point is, it will bring us to this mega topic called general revelation. God's redemptive grace is lurking even in the darkness of different traditions and different cultures, hmm. and God has revealed Himself partially. Uh, in symbolic form. And that is exactly what we see in Acts chapter 17, where Paul goes to Athens. And instead of, uh, you know, he basically closed his Bible. Obviously, he didn't have his Bible with him. But, you know, he said, uh, Athens, he says, uh, people of Athens, he says, what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. Yeah. So what we have are these, um, if I'm understanding these shades of uh, of truth yeah. that lead people to the person of Christ 
which then leads them to God. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, I strongly believe that there are Christ figures or the unknown God in every religion. And, and that is why the Mosaic Course is unique. And on one side, you know, we have apologetics, which is very clearly defending our faith against other religions. Very, very important. Apologetics is extremely important. And on the other side, we have interfaith dialogue where, you know, we basically don't talk about our theology theology of the faith, but we rather talk about, I don't know, world peace or love, or which is also important, Then, but we won't be able to talk middle ground where we can actually talk to people of other faiths about the Christ they worship without really knowing. So, so that is a very different redemptive approach. That is what, that is, I believe, why Mosaic Course is somehow unique. Yeah, well, Matthew, thank you so much. And yeah. if, if people want to find out more or actually jump into the course, then they go to themosaiccourse.org online and they can find out more and, you know, jump right into things and take that uh, quiz and feel bad about themselves for a moment, right? Uh, <laughs> and also it is it is absolutely free. Okay. <laughs> you can sign up for free and we don't even ask your name or oh, credit card, nothing. It's, it's a completely free course thanks wow. to, you know, yes, yeah. Thanks to your, you've got a community of support around you, I understand, oh, yeah. and all kinds That's of right. scholars exactly. involved. Yeah, yeah. Matthew, thank you so much. And I'm I'm sorry to our listeners that we had a somewhat of a bad connection at times, but um, we know that uh, it was so lovely to chat with you. And it just sounds like such a great course. So Matthew, thank you very, very much. Well, thank you, Darren. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To listen to more and to subscribe to Faith Today, Canada's Christian magazine, please visit www.theefc.ca forward slash faith today.